Welcome to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life, the podcast. I'm Laurel Holland, and you'll be joining me with my co-hosts and guests as we dive into how doing your inner work or the beautiful work is the amazingly effective pathway to creating the life of your dreams. We hope you discover your passions, your purpose, and your fulfillment. Because when you change, the world changes. And when you do your inner work or the beautiful work, you make the world a more beautiful place for all of us. Thank you for tuning in to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life, the podcast. Welcome back to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life podcast with Laurel and Laurel. And today we're talking about values, but stay with us because we're going to put a different spin on values for you. If anybody out there has done a values exercise where you've identified your top values, we're going to speak into that just a little more deeply today and ask you to challenge yourself around your values, aren't we, Laurel? We are. And this came up in um, some of my work with a client when, you know, I'm going to say we, because I think this particular client I was working with represents many women, um, that we tend to know our values and live our values um, externally. And when I asked how she lived her values um, to herself, with herself, it led to a beautiful conversation, which has caused me even to consider how am I applying my values to myself? Yeah, yeah, that's great. I love it. I um, Let's start with a little bit about values for our listeners. So somebody who's not really familiar with your own values or you haven't done a values exercise yet, we're, I'm gonna, we will put a link in this um, right up for the podcast with um, some link to a, a great, I, I've used many different lists of values before, and there's there's some great lists out there if you Google it, but we'll put a link in here, one maybe one that we like. And um, and so the ident- being able to identify your values, right? Laurel and I were talking about this a little bit before we jumped on our po- the podcast, can sometimes be a, a bit of a task for us, can it? It's not always easy to identify what our values are. It is top ones. Yeah. It's not easy. Yeah, because when you look at a list, especially if you get an extensive list, which the one that we'll post will be an extensive list because it's worth taking the time to to play with a little bit. Um, so values are things that qualities that are important to you. That's how I would do it in a nutshell. How would you do it in a nutshell? Laurel. You know, I think about it as how how those qualities are characteristics um, of how you want to show up in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How you want to live into, into life. Right. Yeah. 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 So what are your top values, Laura, for an example, and I'll tell mine so that we can get a feel for what we're talking about here. <laughs> sure. So if I had to narrow it down, because there's a long list, um, you know, tied to who I want to be and, and how I want to be treated. Um, but if I were to narrow it down to maybe three, for, I would say um, community is a big one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I value community in my life and I value being part of a community. 
Um, honesty is huge. Um, you know, that one kind of is my foundation. And grace, we've talked about this in a prior podcast, and grace as a value for me means how I want to act with grace, how I want to live with grace. Um, and then if I had to pick a fourth, was that four? Uh, I would say a fourth one would be balance. Sometimes I, I hold myself to the, the value of temperance. Um, that's probably my hardest one for me. Yeah, yeah, that can be really hard for people, particularly, you know, depending on what your other qualities are that you, you know, how, how you're, uh, you're wired internally and what your predispositions are to, to things in life. And so I know for me, like, that's not a high, I wouldn't put that as a high value for me, because I naturally, because I'm an earthy kind of person, that's my main element. I'm a very, I'm pretty balanced, you know, like mm -hmm. I, I tend, I always tend towards balance in a natural way. And so I don't think of it as something that I, you know, it's a, a high value, but when I'm out of balance, it becomes a really high value. <laughs> well, that's so interesting. I just thought, I, I think I am an air uh, element. Mm -hmm. And so for me, balance is so important yeah. because, yeah. Um, Oftentimes I'm everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bubbly, 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 bubbly. Grab it back. Come on back in here. Right? Yeah. Blowing in the wind, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. My values really, um, I learned so much about my values as I was developing my business and, and kind of living into my brand, which is live your inner power. And so um, to me, you know, inner power is really about being in touch with the power that we have within to really truly live our highest potential in our best life and our and and really show up in our most um let's say in the form that we most aspire to being right mm -hmm. and so relating to that you know for me courage is a really important one authenticity you know, delving into, are you, are you authoring your life and are you being living into your essence of who you are? Peace is huge. I feel like a bedrock of inner peace and feeling peace within allows us to, um, be more fully expressed ultimately. And then, um, freedom, freedom is a really big one for me. And I don't think I really realized that until I owned the fact that I, was probably keeping myself from being free in a lot of ways by not expressing myself fully, not saying no when I want to say no and yes when I want to say yes. And, you know, um, yeah, so a sense of inner freedom to be who I want to be and say what I want to say and and really um, live the life I want to live. Yeah. yeah. You know, as I hear, I, as I hear you speak about your values, mm -hmm. I, I sense such an inner um, application of your values. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, you know, when you think about the difference between peace externally and peace internally mm. and how you may bring that to the world. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's so powerful to it think is. about that. It is truly. And that's a great example. Just using that one, you know, like, um, you know, I hate to sound like, 
classic Miss America, Mrs. America kind of thing. But, you know, if somebody said, what's your wish? It is world peace, <laughs> still world peace. Um, but my true belief is the path to world peace is everybody finding their own inner peace. Because I think that when you know your inner peace, you choose to behave in a more compassionate way and less violent and less contentious and have more, you grow your peacemaking ability, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think you could say the same about freedom. Mm, you know, yeah. I, I can say I didn't often think before about freedom as an individual, um, you know, characteristic. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But more of a, more of a global, more of a, a collective mm -hmm. um, characteristic. Yeah. So I love your examples of, of they, they're so rich. Yeah. And there's so many qualities out there and we all, you know, I think the topic here that we really, and the reason that we wanted to dive into this today is how, you know, the more that we align with our values inwardly and hold ourselves accountable for that, the more that we feel free to live our true life, the life that we really want to be living. And we don't always think of it like that. I don't think. I agree yeah. that we don't think of it that way. And, and I would like to just remind our listeners that, you know, your values, you get to choose your values and, oh, by the way, they change, yeah. you know, I mean, in my 58 years, my values change yeah. um, appropriately mm -hmm. based on kind of where I am in my journey yeah, yeah. and what I need in my journey. Yeah. Yeah. And the roles that you're playing at different times of your life impact your values and what's important to you, what's most important. Yeah. Yeah. So allowing ourselves to get in touch with that over time, you know, thinking about, um, you know, new moms, moms that become empty nesters, uh, men that retire, right? These are, these are opportune times to really think into and, and feel into, well, what are my values now? And how, how do I want to live my life? And what might be more important now than what was happening, you know, a year ago or two years ago and, um, and honor that, live into that, learn yeah. and grow from that. Yeah. And I, and you know, it is so refreshing to hear that because often we hold ourselves to a high standard higher than we may hold other people to yeah. and don't allow ourselves to change and grow. Mm -hmm. So what a beautiful way to, you know, take some time to give yourself permission yeah. to evolve into what you need now. Yeah. Yeah. To honor yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, cause I think about, I wouldn't have probably, I probably wouldn't have said freedom was a high value to me when I was raising my children because it was really important to me to not feel free, so free that I wasn't there being mama bird, you know, in the nest doing what felt right for me. So, you know, the value of family and um, uh, time at home, um, uh, commitment to schedule. I mean, there were all kinds of things that now have changed, you know, from that space of my life. And so really allowing ourselves to look at that, those transitions of life and, and, um, and allow ourselves to feel into what those changes are and, and let them be, be that like, you know, 
I love your value of grace. I mean, there's so much giving ourselves grace and giving others grace. Like what a beautiful value um, to bring into our own lives. The more grace we can give ourselves, the more we can really flow with our life more comfortably. And I, and you know, my, my brand, my, my coaching business is flux and flow. Um, and so being able to have that grace and flow and ease in my life is really important to me now, but what a great reminder of how much it, that has changed. You know, when I was, when I was 20 and 21, justice was one of my highest values. Ooh, right. Um, and, and so, you know, the, when I think about the evolution of my values, um, like yours, they've changed as, as my life has changed. Yeah. Um, and maybe grace is now a value of mine because I had plenty of opportunities in my life to react or respond in ways that weren't necessarily graceful um, or filled with grace, right? Um, and so now, <laughs> now in my wisdom and my maturity, this is who I desire to be. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, looking at, at like judging other people and their values, right? Because I think that's also one of the struggles that we're in collectively today is that we have this dynamic of different value systems playing out and people are attacking other people's value systems and judging them. And so how do we how do we work with that? You know, let's, let's talk a little bit about, yeah, how, how we work with that proactively and, and bring a different voice to the table, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. That is so hard, mm-hmm. you know, and, and as you're talking about that, that is what's happening, happening really in our society. Um, what came to mind for me was an example that recently I have, I have experienced at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I, I have my coaching business. I work at home. I spend a lot of time alone. My husband has um, a high leadership role in a company and goes to his office five days a week for 12 hours a day. Um, and recently in the conversation about you know, spending more time together, and of course my value, one of my values is community. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to be in community in relationship with other people. Mm-hmm. And what I perceived as his value was that he, he values um, his contribution in the workplace more than his contribution at home. Mm-hmm. So I created in my thoughts, this conflict of values between his value and my value mm-hmm. or his priorities of his values, right? Yeah. He contributes at home greatly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a good example of judging mm-hmm. his values because they don't coincide exactly with mine, mm-hmm. right? right. Um, but the reality is when I stop and think about this, you know, giving him grace to live his values because of the stage of life he's in, because of his own experience, right? Um, That it's hard to do, but it is so necessary in order to accept, I think, the individual nature of our values and how we live them. Right, right. And I I love your example, Laurel, 
it's it's probably a fairly common example in different ways for different relationships and um, you know where people are but it's a great example of you know how do we negotiate through um, living our values and allowing other people to live their values and looking at how they relate to our needs and our wants of life you know so for instance in your example you know you probably wanted more time with him or needed a little more together time or or social time and so I know you know for me in those kinds of situations in my life it's been a matter of like really sitting with myself and owning you know what do I want and how can I get it and still let the other person have what they need and, and figure that out, right? And that's the big dance of doing relationships, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. And that we could even bring into society, right? So what do I need? What do I want? How can I get it while still allowing people to live their own values, right? right. Um, and so I think that's really important. Um, and that exercise is one that I actually did with my husband because I, what I need or, or want at this phase in my life, I can fill it in many ways. I can get my needs met in many ways that still allow him to get what he needs in this phase in life. Um, and you know, one of the other things I do is I try to tap into is is what I'm is my judgment of what other people, you know, other people's values. Is it um tied to fear? Is it just because I I don't understand it? I, I'm not familiar with it. I might not choose that value, right? Um and so really tapping into that of what is it that's causing me to be uneasy about the, the choice that others make. Right, right. And it's a great way to begin to um, evaluate a relationship and, and where it belongs in your life. And, and, and as we are changing and growing, you know, maybe that the relationship, the place of the relationship changes in your life, you know, as our values change or the values that we're in because of the stage of life that we're in. And so allowing that flowing with that a little bit more, giving grace to um, each other's truth and, and learning how to do relationships um, in new ways. You know, I think, I always think of, you know, how marriages changed so much in our culture, you know, because before it was based a lot in economics and convenience and tending house and things like this. And for many of us, you know, as we've evolved and grown, we're looking for more of a spiritual partnership. We're looking for somebody who, you know, does hold values like we hold. And um, we want to grow and learn and explore and evolve together um, versus just tending a house or, you know, creating a, a functioning economic unit, you know, which were earlier values. And no, nothing's right, nothing's wrong. It's just part of how we're changing and growing. Mm. Yeah. That's a great example. Mm. Um, a couple other things that I, I think would help me, at least in kind of considering other people's values and respecting other people's values, curiosity, you know? So yeah. curiosity about myself, as I was just mentioning my, my reaction, but curiosity about them, mm. about other people and what, you know, what experiences have they had that bring them to their value system that have, resulted in their value system. Mm -hmm. um, so that helps me a lot. 
And then the other thing that I try to remember, and this was part of my, my yoga instructor cha- training and the philosophy that, that, you know, we are all one. I am you and you are me. Um, and we, we each want the best for ourselves, our loved ones and our world. Yeah. We do, right. you know, and the more I can remember that, that at the core essence of human or humanity, you know, we, we want to take care of what we love. Yeah. We all do. Right. We right. may love different things, but we all want to take care of what we love. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's really lovely. So this idea of living our values more inwardly is really right. Being accountable to ourselves. Isn't it? It is holding our values in our own inner personal life. Yeah. And, um, and that's hard sometimes because often, often we're accountable to everybody else and there's, you know, that's easier than being accountable to ourselves. Yeah. 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 I think, um, you know, one of the, let's use honesty as an example, because I think this one is one where people, I don't know, you know, I think honesty is, is used loosely a little bit loosely in terms of, you know, like, um, and truth telling is also kind of a confused topic, you know? So let's speak into that a little bit. I'm going to start with truth telling and then, um, I'll let you kind of flow from there. I feel like there, there are truths of life, ultimate truths of life, but they're very lofty and they're oftentimes hard to really grasp unless you're going into a very deep conversation. And so for me, truth telling is really more about telling the truth about my own experience of life. And I'm not, and I'm less inclined to say, well, this is just true about, about you, about life, about whatever, because I recognize that we all see life differently and we all experience life differently. And even being next to somebody and going through an exact same experience, experience having a, an event happen we both would describe it differently and so mm-hmm. what is the truth right what is the truth other than our own ability to just say this is what my experience was of it this is my true experience i can only share that yeah and that ties so deeply into owning your truth yeah. right and not insisting that others carry your truth yeah right that's hard yeah it reminds me of um and i think i've shared this before on a prior podcast but um prior episode when my oldest daughter was in an early teen she might have been 13 and my my one rule was respect for yourself and others at all times and she wanted me to be able to tell her you know no lying no stealing no cheating Mm -hmm. um and my response was if you think those things are respect for yourself and others at all time by all means go to it (laughs) Um, and so i didn't really think about that at the time as instilling values and encouraging her to choose her own values right but that almost is the kind of the beginning of your truth what is your truth based on your experience and what your perception of that value is yeah yeah 
One of the um, exercises in um, my Live Your Inner Power journal is taking time to do this values work. And one of the things that I always think of that's in there that I, I find to be like most potent around values is the idea of, you know, this, this work of integrating your values. So if you say that honesty is really a high value to you, then, then you work on your own honesty. You don't worry about whether other people are telling the truth. You just worry about whether you're telling the truth. And then the more you integrate that into your own life and the more honest you become with yourself and the more honest you become um, with other people, the more you develop more powerful relationships with people that are doing similar things. You know, this is this idea of vibrating together. We, we, we tend to, you know, collect and connect with people that are more like us. And so if you feel like you don't have people that are really being honest with you, then really begin with yourself. You know, how honest are you being and how, how willing are you to tell the truth in the relationships that you have and begin there? Yeah. Or tell yourself the truth. Telling ourselves the truth. I mean, this is the biggest, the biggest and most important work of our life. Yeah. And and how incredible it is to be aware of when you're not telling yourself the truth. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and I think honesty is a really good example of, you know, um, I'm gonna say some of the values that we hold we we need to hold loosely right um and you know what when is it okay not to be honest with yourself or with other people and and back to the fear is it protecting or is it coming out of fear or is it coming out of love you know those are some difficult questions and really subjective they are and i think um you know i love that you that you went there with this because this is often a topic with me with my clients is the difference between privacy and telling the truth and then secrets you know like there's a, there's kind of this this realm of you know what's comfortable what's not comfortable and um and we're allowed to have privacy and not share some things in our life with the public and with other people, it's okay to have a private aspect of our lives. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> goodness, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. And to get comfortable that um, we live with other people that have parts of themselves that they keep private and that that's okay, you know, that, that we don't have to fully disclose. And I think that's one of the things that we struggle with right now in the world, you know, is how to, how to find a balance in that, because there's so much of wanting to tell the truth and wanting to be transparent and wanting to, you know, be open and honest and all that. And there is a place for that, but there's also a place for you are allowed to have some things that you don't, that you don't talk about, that you don't tell to the world. Yeah. And, and that takes courage, which is back to one of your values, right? Yeah. yeah. How that takes courage. Mm -hmm. It does. It does. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then that versus secrets. And I want to, I want to just touch on that before we wrap up too, because I always feel like the difference between privacy and a secret is a secret has an element of it holds power over you. You are not allowed to share certain information. And so it feels like it takes your power away. 
versus holding things private, which feels more like this is just something that I choose not to share with the world, or this isn't something I don't want to talk about openly with this person or that person or publicly. And that it, that feels okay. I feel empowered by that act of keeping it private versus secret is often something that we carry, might carry some shame around it or shame for, uh, you know, somebody else involved in the situation. And so they, it's embarrassing and, 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 and we don't feel like we can disclose it. And so there's some work there for all of us to like, that that would, if we were gonna give an exercise today, that might be one of the exercises I would give to people. Um, you know, first and foremost, do values list, but also begin to look at, you know, where are you with the secrets that you have in your life and privacy and and honesty and and do some evaluation around all of that. And where's the where's your power? Where do, where have you given up? Maybe given up your power in certain situations. Yeah. yeah. And and as you were talking about that, it really did make me think about you know your live your inner power and you know are you being true to your power? You know, are you using your power? in the benefit, you know, to benefit the greater good. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and are you giving it away? And, you know, are you giving away your power in a way that doesn't serve you or others? Yeah. And doesn't align with your value system. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, as we wrap up, it, it, it just seems like the, the values, um, you know, when you look at a list and when our listeners look at a list, and try to identify their own values, they're so interwoven, right? Mm-hmm. They are so interrelated mm-hmm. with it. Maybe that's why it's so hard for me to pick three, you know, yeah. because they all grow out of each other and grow with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, it comes to mind the courage, the honesty, the integrity, and the grace, right? It, those are all interwoven for me. Yeah, yeah. And and I think that, um, you know, it's the value, your values, your high values will also help you express your most authentic self. Mm. And so that's another way of tuning into your values. If you're struggling with what are my higher values, you know, part of it is what helps you become, makes you feel more fully you right yeah 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 that's big Mm, it really is yeah yeah any other exercises or prompts you want to share for our listeners today laurel you know i think i would encourage them as they you know whether they're new to defining their values or going through that list or whether they've done it many times you know a couple questions that i would ask is you know are the values i have um stagnant are they carried from a prior time? Mm-hmm. And if so, what are, you know, how should you change them, right? Where do they need to change? Um, and then the other question really, which I think is where we started, you know, are they living their values with themselves or are their values kind of guidelines for how they want to treat other people, mm-hmm. right? And so when I think about values, you know, it's a navigation system, right? that tells me how I need to be, how I need to act, who I need to be, how I need to show up. And the more I can do that with myself, the stronger, you know, I will be in in living my values with other people. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. 
this is a topic that there's a rich, 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 and a lot of work and places to go with it. So I invite everybody to get out there and play a little bit, you know, in terms of looking at the values and, and spending time with them. And, you know, there's great ways to, to even just take a, take four or five of them and, and post them up somewhere and explore like how often are they coming up in your life? Like there's great ways to play around with this topic. So get out there and play a little bit with, with values and see what's, what's pinging in your life. I'm going to add play to my value list, actually. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know, I, I, um, before we sign off, I'll just say one of the, one of the beautiful things about doing this beautiful work and creating a beautiful life is you do feel like you're playing more and more. And even the beautiful work becomes and feels more like beautiful play over time. Um, there's a lightness to it. Um, after we get through some of the early, sometimes getting through the heavier, heavier work that's there, you know, that it becomes lighter and, and more and more beautiful. So we invite you to continue doing your beautiful work so you can have a beautiful life too. That's what we're here to help you do. So thanks Laurel for taking time. So thank glad you, to Laurel. Time, as always. Yeah. And thanks. Thanks our listeners for being with us. Absolutely. More, more questions, send them along. We are here for you and we welcome all questions and, um, and topics that you want us to explore as well. All right, Laurel, I'll see you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us here at Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life, the podcast. We welcome questions from you, our listeners. Feel free to send one along. If you enjoyed the podcast, the best compliment we receive is when you share the podcast with a friend. Thanks for being with us to elevate the conversation and open up new pathways for all of us.